Hi there, I'm Kylie Mowbray-Allen from Hello Media. And I'm Jenny Walk from Elephant in the Room Consulting, and you're tuning into Bite Size Business Life Podcast, the show that helps business owners get clarity and insight to grow their dream business. Whether you're launching, ready to scale, or figuring out what's next, we discuss the nitty-gritty, the hard bits, the opportunities, and the behind the scenes, and share how we've grown our own companies and helped others do the same. We're glad you're here. tuning into Bite Size Life Podcast, the show that helps small business owners get clarity and insight to grow their dream business. Good morning, Kylie. How are you today? Great. Thanks, Jenny. And happy Monday to you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Apart from Monday morning seems to be a bit of technology challenges this morning with my computer wanting to do lots of things except what it's supposed to. Um, It's been a very good morning. I caught up with an old friend and colleague. Um, So really great start to the week. How about you? Oh, so awesome. We've launched our new offering today. It's a monthly subscription, well, a membership to be part of, um, it's called the Shine Online Hub. So that way it's our lowest offering. So it's a super affordable price. I don't mean low as in stink. I mean low as in price point. And I'm super excited about it. So yeah, they can come online and and get some one-on-one help, but in a group setting. Um, you know, it's called like a, anyone can turn up. And anyway, lots of cool things happening in it. So I'm pumped. This has been in the, um, what's the word? Pipeline work, something like that for quite some time. I am so excited because I know when you and I first met a long time ago, we were talking about how wonderful it would be to be able to provide an offering for people who aren't really quite sure about the whole digital marketing, social media thing, but really did need some support. So an online offering from you and that kind of group setting offering membership is amazing. And anyone who uh, who's interested in, in boosting their online profile and building that trust online, it is the best way to do it because the membership gives you consistency, doesn't it? Having that Absolutely. opportunity to drop in, it's consistency of learning and knowledge. And then you get the help from the amazing Kylie. Woo! Thanks. I'm excited. <laughs> the only challenge for me is that there's two lives per month. I've made one super early in the morning and one pretty late at night so that it can be open because, you know, we've got clients in other places other than Australia. And um, so that's awesome on one hand, but but also more challenging for me on the other hand. <laughs> I, I kind of love that we're doing that, though, because it does talk to the fact that we, we talked a lot last week in the last couple of weeks about the importance of understanding your customers, right, and understanding and don't just create a product for you and do it when you want to show up. You might like 10 a.m. on a Monday morning, but that may not work for 80% of your clients, so it's really not going to land. So you being really considerate and aware that you've got clients in different uh, time zones in different countries around the world and providing those two offerings, and not many people would do that. That's got to be an incredible thing for anyone interested in doing it. Yes, it's early morning, but you know what, people? It's like go to the gym, come in, do your training, get it done, get back to work. I think it's great. That's right. I do too, and for so long now, when I've done a discovery call with someone in Canada or the UK or whatever, I'm pretty much just turning them off working with me on purpose because I don't want to do Zooms with them at that time. And they can't join in the masterclasses or the group coaching unless they want to do it through the night. So this feels to me like this is where I can kind of funnel or shuffle or guide them into, Uh, yeah, which feels cool. No, I think it's a really great offering. I'm so excited for you. So people definitely get on board and check that out from the hellomedia.team website when we finish this. Thanks. Thank you, Jenny. So our topic today was 
or is five things to do each week to run a thriving business? And our first little port of call there is strategic planning and review, which is a great thing because that's exactly what happened to me a few months back. I was doing some strategic strategic planning and realized I've just got this one space where I'm not helping people that, and for those that don't want to come in a six-month coaching program, et cetera. So that's how my new thing actually evolved. So I cannot recommend that enough, that really sitting down and nutting out what you're doing and what you're not, not doing. And actually, the, the strategic planning review conversation is, is the essence of why I started Empire Builders or Business Owners Mastermind, you know, where we start our three-day workshop with that very idea of what is it you're trying to achieve in your business? Where are the gaps? Where are the opportunities? And how can we actually create a business around those opportunities so that you can thrive and take advantage of them? And so it's such an important piece to do. And we whether you do it weekly, but the reason I think it's really important to do weekly, it's about you might sit down and do it every quarter and a big planning day like a, like a retreat mastermind or one of your mastermind workshops. But I think being able to then every week just check in to make sure that what you're doing each week is actually moving you towards those goals and that plan and that you haven't been derailed by shiny things that have come up over the week, either whether it's on you know social media or email marketing that people will send and be like, oh, my God, you should do this amazing thing. And it <laughs> sounds great. And then you're like, hang on a second, why am I in this space? I was never going to play over here. So that strategic planning is so critical for continual success and continual improvement. Totally agree. And then the next little uh, gem there is customer engagement. And one of the ways that I do that, Jenny, is I actually look at what reviews are we bringing in? So what's in, what's in the latest Google review that we've had? What's the latest Facebook review? Or what's just some um, feedback that I've received via email or whatever it is? Because that really helps me look at what's happening with the people that have been working with us, whether that's even just in a free workshop or anything really looking at what are they saying? How do I then need to change the way that I am engaging with them? And I think that customer engagement piece is so critical, but it's not only just about having a look at what the reviews say. So you're looking at that and that's a great way to analyze the data and have a look at your metrics to see what your engagement is. For me, I like to touch base with my clients and, it, and I do it as a rolling process. So I make sure that at least every week I'm touching base with a client, whether it's a coffee or a call or a chat on you know Messenger or wherever it might be, just to check in to make sure that they're happy with what we're doing and to get some of that feedback as well. So the work that we do, which is in that consulting space and in more of that business coaching space, we like to do that in a more, um, you know, directed way of kind of, hey, how's it going? How's your website? How's that content going? And I do that every week. Now, not with every single client every week, but we do that as a bit of a rolling workshop so that we make sure that over, you know, a couple of months, we've touched base with every single client that we're working with. And that helps me know um, if they're still happy, obviously. But also from my perspective as a consultant, it also brings up other things that they need. So I might say, how's it going with this? And they might say to me, well, I had a meeting last week with our executive team or our site teams, and we've actually come up with this other thing that we've got a gap in. Is that something you can do? Or can you help us direct that way? So sometimes the engagement will bring up things and create opportunities that you don't know exist unless you ask. Such a good point. And it just reminded me, Jenny, one issue that I have, and I was just discussing it with a colleague last week, where people, because my main focus is digital marketing, then people, I would, I'm not kidding you. I would get two to three requests per day on my private message messenger 
um, asking for help with something. It'll just be a second. Can you just tell me how to, et cetera, et cetera. And so on the whole, I'll reply and try and help them. But I'm talking 11 at night or whatever. I generally don't do that until it's working hours. But I feel incredibly frustrated about that. And so in terms of this customer engagement and stuff, I'm like, there's actually a little too much going on for my liking. And so how to kind of, so I'm hoping that my new offering, I can actually then channel them into that and say, look, this is where you can come and get help rather than me messaging me privately at all hours. But uh, yeah, I find the more that I'm willing to help, then the more that it comes at me, which is awesome to be able to help people, but super overwhelming. That's a boundary piece, isn't it? I think that's important. And we've talked about that before, but I, I think your desire and, and need to want to make sure that you serve your customers is so great that sometimes you do end up in that kind of balance between do I do it now and respond at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night or seven in the morning? Or do we actually say this is a great opportunity to, to join our membership? If you've got questions that are quite regular, if you if the coaching isn't for you because you can't get to the time and you really just want that access to information, that's where the membership a membership model works really, really well. Because then you're access giving them access to information and to you with some boundaries around that. And there's an exchange then, right? And then you don't get quite so frustrated because there is a pathway that people can follow. Yeah, and this this colleagues that I was chatting about it with the other day gave me a great little example of of why it's never balancing out because if they just and I'm not talking even customers just people that message me randomly asking for help. So they said would you message them back because they own a restaurant or a cafe and say I'm actually just not able to do the dinner that I wanted to cook tonight so can you just pop in and cook that for me? <laughs> No, I would never do that. Analogy, though, it's a really good analogy. <laughs> yes. I so like why you try that with my Italian restaurant that I love? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I think people do it with digital marketers and with lawyers and with doctors. I hear doctors all the time saying that they're at a dinner party and someone will go, "Can you just look at my rash?" <laughs> yeah, that's probably is a step too far for customer engagement, isn't it? But I think totally. <laughs> Boundaries, we're back on boundaries. Back on boundaries, right? But I think the next couple actually, this is kind of, I'm going to flip the two. And we normally talk about, I think we're going to flip my next one, is that I think we talk about personal and professional growth. And this is where this becomes really important because it's a learning experience. When you start your company, when you're new to starting your company and you're trying to grow your business, you are willing to pretty much do and take and do anything, right? And so having that opportunity to recognize your worth, your value, and the boundaries is part of that personal and professional development. It's part of your growth as a as a business owner to say, well, what do I want to sell? What do my boundaries look like? Where am I going to play? What space does that look like? And what am I willing to say yes to? And also, what am I willing to say no no to? And sometimes, and for many business owners, that takes time for them to actually get into that groove and continue to kind of develop their own self while they're developing their professional skills. Absolutely. It's a really interesting one. And I've noticed a lot of business coaches and consultants have actually been widening their offerings to also include personal development and personal growth. Interesting one, isn't it? It is. I think. Oh, just to say, because I think that we, and you and I've had this conversation for so many years in terms of your, in terms of a mindset and how you approach things. And, you know, whether you call it mindset or mindfulness or what that looks like, to me, it's, it, it comes down to boundaries and understanding the space you're playing in, whatever language you want to use for that. I think it's that piece about saying, what do I need to do to make myself 
confident and comfortable and resilient to everything around me in order to make my business the same. Because your business is, particularly in the news and when you start, is a reflection of you. If you're a bit discombobulated, then your business is probably going to be that too. <laughs> my husband always says that yeah, the state of your car is a reflection of your mind. <laughs> like, <ugh. laughs> yeah. Everybody go check your cars and see what, have a little thing for what your car looks like, right? <laughs> it's a good one for me because I'll jump in it sometime and go, oh, it needs a vacuum. And straight away I go to my mind and go, what self-care have I done for myself lately? I like that. That's a good point. Mine is I'm, I get in the car with my partner and my fiance and he, he drives me mad because I like to organize everything in the middle of his console. And he's like, this is not your car. You cannot rearrange it. I'm like, but it's all messy. He's like, it's how I like it. Whereas I have everything organized in little containers. The, you know, there's not stuff in my car. It's very much an organized space, which probably says a lot about my mind, doesn't it? I was going to say, you need to give, you need to give him that little brain metaphor. I think I'm going to do that. So one, <laughs> the one that we flipped, though, was we talked about strategic planning, customer engagement, this business development. Business development is so important, and I think it's so misunderstood as a, something that you need to do all the time, isn't it? Absolutely. So you know that, uh, or not you, obviously, we both know, but, you know, a lot of our listeners and watchers know that we met because we're a part of the same um, business development course quite some years ago now, and you know that I head off to social media marketing world each year to learn the latest stuff and connect, network, grow, et cetera. But also even just regularly, I'm part of three coaching programs at the moment where I am upskilling because they're different areas of my business where I just feel like I want to be growing. So it doesn't, it's not always three. Sometimes there's just one, but there's never none. I'm always learning new stuff to add to my repertoire, and particularly because digital marketing changes on the daily. 100%. But business development is interesting because when we looked at these topics, I knew that you were going to say that when I look at business development, I look at also at sales because business development from a corporate or consulting space is actually around sales and growing your business. And you can't do that unless you're growing your skill set and growing your offerings yeah, and growing exactly. your space in the world. So there's a, such a beautiful connection with those. When we think of business development, it's growth of the business as a whole. So it's not just you. It's not just your staff. It's not just your clients. It's looking at how we can continually grow our business is the way that we look at it when, when I'm talking to my clients. And so what does that look like? What are you doing every week to actually actively grow your business? So it's a nice way to consider sales from a development perspective rather than thinking, I don't like to I don't like to sell. I don't want to be in that sales process, but everybody wants their business to grow and develop. So if you think of sales as a way of growing and developing your business, that might help shift you towards loving business development as opposed to not liking sales. I really love that. And for me, they come hand in hand because, for example, I need to be able to teach about AI. I need to be able to educate about what's new. But unless I'm learning myself and upskilling and investing in myself to, to really expand my knowledge on that, then how can I then go out and actually professionally teach it? So I feel for me that to expand and grow my business, I've absolutely got to expand and grow my skills. Yeah, definitely. And the last one, that, the last tip, we've talked about strategic planning and review quarterly and then weekly, making sure we're engaging with customers, having that business development, having personal and professional growth in how you approach. But the last one, you know, is one of my favorite things that we do every week and that's delegation and process improvement because that's actually what allows you to grow. You cannot hold on to everything 
all the time. I know I've been struggling with that a lot lately. In fact, I, I met with the most amazing person who I've known for probably four or five years when my company was very small at the very start. And we sat down together today and her journey's changed. My journey has certainly changed. And we're now actually at a point where I think our stars are aligning and I may be able to actually, we may be actually having some fun and playing together through the business but neither of us would have even imagined that five years ago. But now I can see myself delegating or allocating some of the work that I do traditionally to someone else because I know it's a safe pair of hands. But delegation is so important because you can't do everything forever. I totally agree with you. You and I are both really lucky is that we recognised early on we need to expand our teams and even just starting with a VA to help you in the background with whatever it is, scheduling your posts, whatever it is that you need some support with, what a difference it'll make. In fact, I wrote a blog post oh, at least a year ago called Why I Wish I'd Gotten a VA as Soon as I Started My Business because really I just floated around and I got a lot of external help. I had a lot of um, contractors and freelancers and even a, a local Australian VA, et cetera, for a while. But actually when you've got someone full-time in your team, whether they're remote or whether they're near you, what a difference it makes to um, how you can move forward in your business. 100%. And I think what we, what the advantage of when we think about delegating tasks, it's not dissolving, or, sorry, absolving your responsibility or accountability necessarily. It's actually sharing the load. And a, a, a colleague of mine at a workshop I went to was talking about, we got them to create a Lego figurine as to who they were and what they represented in their life. And he made <laughs> a little, it was such a cool activity, but he made a little Lego here. It was one long kind of big, tall kind of pillar if you like and he said actually I'm going to break it into two because sometimes I actually need to share the load so what I do is I help people share the load that was his role in life that's what he felt his purpose was and I love this analogy because it's that idea of when you have a team everybody takes their piece when you start to delegate everybody gets to share the load of the business and so if one person has to kind of if one person is failing or kind of collapsing a little bit the others can take the load while they build themselves back up again so delegation isn't about saying I don't want to do all the crappy tasks, give it to someone else. It's actually saying, how can we work together to create a really great business that shares the load and balances everything with each other? So as the weight gets heavier and the clients get more and everything gets bigger, we can still manage that weight. And I just love the analogy. And so that's part of that process improvement, isn't it? It's not just delegation. It's how do we do that and improve the way we work? And, and it's part of a team actually enables you to do that. For sure. And in terms of the processes, that's a really interesting one because I feel sometimes that I change our processes too much, but at the end of the day, we're always trying to do them more efficiently and better. And there's always new platforms or even just the platforms you're already on that are improving over time. So you need to be changing things up. So yeah, I think taking a strategic look at your processes is so important. And I try and do that on my weekly CEO day. Yeah, and I'm, I'm with you too. I sit down and go, well, what's working well and what's not working well? When I chat to my team, they, they're changing the way that they do business and they don't need to tell me how they how, if they've changed things. I see the shift. I see things changing. But we're always working to find ways that we can work more effectively more effectively together. What do they, how they share information to me changes. That doesn't come from me to say, hey, I don't get it. It's actually them recognising there might be a gap and, and adapting and, and being agile. And that's what makes a really successful team and a successful business, particularly when you're starting out and if you're a small business growing exponentially, is that ability to be agile. 
I love the word agile. And I really think whether that's your branding that needs to also change up, whether that's what you're offering to your clients, maybe that needs to change up. So where we start is never going to be where we where we finish up. No, very much so. So what if, if, of, of the five top tips, Kyla, that you're doing every week, we've got strategic planning, engagement, business development, personal and professional growth, that process uh, improvement and delegation. What's your, what's the one that you think is most important and critical to the way you work? I truly think it would be the process improvement because that also helps us save money. So that's also a chance to look at what subscriptions you've got. Are we using that? So, you know, there's been things that I've had the paid subscription for, but actually it turns out after a long time, I really only need the free one. We're not using it to the extent that we thought we would, et cetera. So I think that's a really important one for me because it's going to save you money. It's going to save you time and it's going to improve the way that your team, and even if it's just you and your own business, how you work going forward. Agreed. What do you think the one for you? Mine is definitely delegation and process improvement all the way. I think that's when you're starting to grow, being able to delegate tasks every week and recognize the things that you don't need to do that someone else can do for you or with you is so critical to giving you more space and time to do those other things. You know, I know so many people say, I don't have time for personal improvement or business development or all those other things. But if they do that one piece of delegation and process improvement and start with that one, you create space and time to allow you and enable you to do all those other things, which will help your business grow. Absolutely. Brilliant. I love it. Another great chat, Jenny. And I'm actually going to be seeing you in real life for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday for your amazing business retreat. I can't wait. I cannot wait to have you join Empire Builders this weekend. Your session on Sunday is going to be phenomenal. I cannot wait to have the business owners who are joining us ready to, you know, grow and develop their business into something really tangible and successful and sustainable. And the piece on Sunday, for those who aren't aware, Carly's coming and doing a phenomenal branding workshop as part of our Empire Builders on Sunday morning, which will be phenomenal, which does provide us that kind of, we've got the business structure, we have clarity, we have process, and now we'll have a clear brand identity and vision for the brand that they will that all our um, empire builders will leave with on Sunday afternoon. So it's really, really exciting. I can't wait. I can't I wait. Are there any spots left, Jenny? Or is it no, fully we are completely full? We are fully Woo! subscribed. So I'm so excited. It's going to be such a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Um, we, and, you know, After this weekend, we'll start for planning our next one. Probably in February, we tend to do them every four to six months. So it'll probably be February before we start again for the next one. But, yeah, I cannot wait to this weekend. But if people want to reach out to you and learn about your new not offering and the other offerings you have, Kylie, how do we get in touch with you? Jump on hellomedia.team on the website and it will send you to all the places that where you can hang out with us. What about you, Jenny? Um, at Elephant in the Room AU on Insta, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and at Elephant in the Room, sorry, Elephant in the Room AU.com. Uh, you'll find us and you can connect with us through our contact us page. But we tend to hang out on Insta and Facebook as our main places. But reach out, send us an email and connect with us and we can help you kind of grow your business like we're doing here every week on our chat. Awesome. I can't wait to talk with you further. And uh, next week, so I'll catch you Monday for another big topic about business and visibility and growth. I love it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning oh. into this episode of Bite Size Business Live, Co- Live Podcast. Thanks, Kylie, for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Be sure to subscribe and follow us so you don't miss any future episodes or you don't go back and, 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 and make sure you go back and watch some of the old ones that you may have missed as well. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye.